I have if you I have for you beauty yeah. tips from history that will make your hair curl. Oh my, my brain's gonna get fuzzy. It is. Kind of like my ears. If you want your hair to curl, actually, of all the things I've got, I don't have any hair, hair curling things. Anyway, um, like, subscribe, or follow this, and follow. Like, subscribe, and, not or, never or, always and. Like, always and, and, subscribe, yes. and follow. This is Truly News. Have your friends and family do that. And if any of you should find something a bit more on the bizarre or outlandish side, um, you can send it to us at TITR at netradio.network. Just and saying. Bob's your uncle. Where did that ever come from? Vlad? <laughs> I've asked him about it. I'll explain I need some history, you. dude. Off air. Bob's I your uncle. I want to hear from Vlad. It's, well, in fait accompli. It's, it's as obvious. You go your here, 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 faded? and what? then it's as clear as, you know, Bob's your uncle. As Bob being your uncle. You're, that's how it was explained to me. don't have an uncle. I have a cousin, Rob. <laughs> you have a wife named Rob. Yes. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Dutch police have revealed that a man arrested on suspicion of drink driving was discovered to have a license naming him as (sighs) Boris Johnson. Nice out. The (laughs) fake Ukrainian document complete with an official portrait of the former minister along with his correct date of birth was issued in 2019 and is valid until the year 3000 really i gotta get me one of those i was gonna say i don't want to live that long but i do want to get me one of those a police spokesperson says it was found by officers investigating a crash shortly after midnight the other day when a car hit a pole near the emma bridge in the northern city of groningen the car was abandoned, but police were later told the driver was standing on the bridge. <laughs> Look for the lone guy standing on the bridge, looking down and dejected. The person could not identify himself and refused to undertake a breathalyzer test, so we can guess what kind of state they were in. The- Missouri? <laughs> well, no, there were it's uh, Dutch. They were in Dutchland, somewhere like Kentucky. Uh, Dutchland, Dutchland. Because if I remember, Harlan, Kentucky was very famous. That's true. Uh, The the 35-year-old man was from the small town of Swedehorn, west of Groningen, which we all Swedehorn, west of Groningen. Oh, yeah. Where skies are in the air. Was arrested arrested and police searched his car. Did you hear Jimmy Bachman died, by the way? Yes. Yeah. What the heck? My wife looked at me and goes, so there was three brothers in Bachman Turner Overdrive, right? Well, I, after I explained this to her, yeah, she goes, there are three brothers? Yeah. So she looks, wow, they're dying backwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Randy's yeah, the only one left, it. and he's the oldest. Yep. Yep. He's also kind of a jolly guy. Randy? Yeah. I bet he's not real happy at the moment, but yeah. No, no, no. But generally, I've seen him in, in interviews. He laughs a lot, and he just has a wonderful time. Um, but getting back I'm to sorry, the story. I interrupted Police could not say where the forged document was made, but NOS journalist and former Russia correspondent Bill Smith Hexter said in a tweet published by the broadcaster that fake driver's licenses could easily be bought in tourist shops in Ukraine. Mr. Damstra added that as far as I'm aware, the real Mr. (laughs) Boris Johnson was not in the Netherlands at the time. 
but you he don't was know in that Frostbite he... Falls, Minnesota, and had changed his name to Bad Enough. <laughs> but you don't know that he wasn't in the Dutch Isles, in the Dutch lower regions. You are well, a 21st century kind of guy. In the Dutch land areas. Remember when you had to prove things? Now you have to prove negatives, which is impossible. Well, no, you don't have to prove anything. You just have to make a flat statement, and That's true. everyone's yeah. going to consider it true. Yeah. How many careers were ruined? Anyway. Bunches. I'm sorry. Are you done now in Lord Denmark, Danish, <laughs> Danish land? Yes. Okay. Where are you going? Beauty Finland? tips. Oh. No, we got beauty tips. Ancient and beauty. We've, I know guys, for one, have probably snickered to themselves about the weird things that women go like the long the weirdly long eyelashes fake hands yeah yep. um, because everybody loves oompa loompas um smearing what known variety of creams on your face at night yeah this i've got nine shark urine in it i got nine oh wait remember the urine part oh, nine bizarre beauty trends from history oh, we'll start with the renaissance baby look right Removal of body hair is not a big deal in our day and age. Oh, yeah. But they went to rather creepy extremes during the Renaissance where ladies would actually shave and pluck off all hair on their faces, including eyebrows. They'd even I... shave parts of their forehead so that no hair would peek out from under their hats and hoods. Okay. Why? Why? I'm thinking it's hygienic. They did it to look like... No. <laughs> Oh, you're so naive. They did it to look like babies. Okay, now we've entered the creepy. Renaissance men considered hairless babies to be the pinnacle of purity and innocence. So, of course, they lusted after women who looked like these bizarre alien that babies. That's so disgusting. That is really if, if you look up some of the Renaissance portraits back in the day. Yeah, I've seen them. Very disgusting. On the opposite end, there's the unibrow from Greece. That was the height of beauty. All I keep remembering is the one line from League of the My Rome. son Ian's the most beautiful woman in Greece. <laughs> Not anymore. Um, this, remember a League of Their Own, they're going by and she's giving very good and giving hints on what they need to work on beauty-wise. Yeah. And she looks up and goes, ooh, eyebrows. There should be two of them. <laughs> uh, the unibrow in ancient Greece was considered a sign of purity, intelligence, and sophistication. Well, Ian's over three. <laughs> <laughs> women with a light unibrow would actually darken it with ashes or soot and those who couldn't grow one naturally would Ain't dye goat hair to match their own color and yes they would then glue that between their eyes we are such a silly species oh hang on how about the long nails of Chinese aristocracy oh I remember those yeah men and women I've seen pictures nails to grow. oh and they're just bizarre yeah, because right. It's usually not a whole hand because honestly, you can't do a whole hand because you yep. can't do anything with that hand then. But right. there's always a finger or two that oh, uh, they would let them grow several inches long. Yep. Since you can't do much with nails that long, that was the point. The elite of Chinese society wanted to flaunt their wealth by showing that they had servants who had to do all the stuff with them. They did the same thing the ladies with long nails do now. They they had them painted up, they decorated them with jewels, yep. and wore elaborate metal nail sleeves to protect their precious three-inch, four-inch, five-inch long nails. Oh, no, it gets worse. Oh, boy. You know how we always... Remember, there are, there are, Twiggy was the first, I remember, the Twiggy era in the 60s when models had to be 
Super skinny. Dead. You know, if yeah. If you were dead three yeah. days, you'd be a great model. Yep. Yeah. And then again, 90, 80s, 90s, somewhere near you got the waif look. Yes. I, yeah. yeah. But that that mm. almost all of that runs back to the infantilization of women to me, right? Sure. And it also looking goes like back to Victorian England. No. Where women decided that that they wanted to look like they were dying from tuberculosis. Well, as attractive as that sounds. Yeah, they would lighten their faces, paint up their lips red, wear corsets to slim their waist for that. I'm about to drop dead look. I love that. Uh, and of course, there were always a few who took it too far and went out to contract tuberculosis. And apparently the men loved it because, I mean, I mean, they couldn't have. How could you Maybe. possibly think dead and dying women are attractive? Right. It's just disturbing. The, it takes the us things. to France. Okay. The British had the tuberculosis thing going. Before yep. that, the aristocracy of pre-revolution. Which revolution are they talking about when they say pre-revolution? The first one or the fourth one? I don't Probably 1789. The, arist the aristocracy of pre-revolution France would also try to make themselves as pale as possible to show, yep. of course, that they were well-to-do and never needed to work outdoors. What they would do is to get really, really pale skin so that you could actually see their veins because that means you're well-to-do. They would actually use blue pencils to draw over the veins to make them to make stand them out more. more. Yes, yes, yes. So, yes, the aristocracy of France looked like, I'm guessing, very akin to those weird cadaver things that tour the country now and again. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. How about lead and face? We've heard of this lead poisoning yep. facial. Yep. Yeah, we don't know Yuck. why. Whether they probably didn't know lead was bad for them. No, they didn't, or they didn't. But it did give them that desired look. It got them very pale, and, and then dead. Eventually, very pale. <laughs> Gladiator sweat was big in ancient Rome. Ancient Rome was weird. People would collect the post-match sweat off of famous gladiators and incorporate it into creams and lotions. Women, and, and I'm guessing even some men, believed it would improve their complexion and make their skin healthier. It was also considered an aphrodisiac, and I am not going anywhere near that. Yeah, right. Much like the Roman mouthwash. Oh, no. Yeah, that's the one. It's coming back to haunt me, isn't it? Yeah, that's Thank the... Uh, I'm just, they thought urine could whiten teeth, okay? That's all I'm saying. But only human, not animal. Because... Animal, animal teeth? Animal would be gross. It got so popular, the Roman emperors actually started taxing the uh, mouthwash. <laughs> oh, oh no, the pee tax. I'm going to finish with the worst. That's even. I mean, as disgusting as the the pee mouthwash is, yeah. uh, the most horrendous teeth whitening method used in the past was aqua fortis. Go ahead, ask the question. Aqua Fortis. Put what's before that? You'll have the question. Put what's Aqua Fortis? It's a uh, it's nitric acid. So in the Middle Ages, people would rub the Aqua Fortis nitric acid on their teeth to whiten them, and it dissolved all that icky crud away, and you saw nice white teeth until, of course, it ate right through the enamel and through the entire tooth, and then you were smiling like. I don't know, Gabby Hayes from his last movies. Or George Washington. Yeah. Well, before he found the fake teeth. Yeah. Found. So, well, he was out there chopping a cherry tree, made teeth out of them. Isn't that how the story goes? 
Uh, yeah, because they didn't want to tell us they used slave teeth. <laughs> I don't want to know that part. I see. It's gross enough to begin with. All right, let's go to the Flathead Beacon police blotter. See, now I'm happy to look fat and ugly. I'm okay with that. Yeah, very much. 10.30 a.m. I'm going to go out in the sun later, though. (laughs) I'm going to smile a lot, see if I can get my teeth bleached. 10.30 a.m. A man fell asleep in his truck while in a turn lane at an intersection. All right. 11.04 a.m. Somebody accidentally left their gun sitting on top of their car overnight. Do that in Minneapolis and see how long it lasts. It won't be there overnight. <laughs> no. Neither will the car. Right. And a lot of the occupants of the house might be gone. 12.24 p.m. Well, man- they probably just went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. 12.24 p.m. A man was passed out in a parking lot next to a pile of beer cans. Well, I don't know what could have happened there. Maybe his buddy was at the uh, <laughs> was waiting to pick him up in that turn lane. No, he was out there. But I put my gun. <laughs> 3.31 p.m. Some people were continuing to use a horse pasture as a driving range, which the caller construed as animal cruelty. Were they hitting cows? It was a horse pasture. Were they hitting horses? Don't know. They don't Have you say. been to a driving range and tried to hit a moving target? I, yes. can't hit a, I can't hit a target that's just sitting there. <laughs> I, I want actually, to hit the ball right there. Where'd it go? Not right there. I've actually hit the guy. I think in it's the, yours spinning. I've hit the guy who's picking up all the golf balls out there in the oh, yeah, cage yeah. thing. I've done that accidentally, yeah. but planning well, on we it. Did that, we did that on purpose one day. Did you? Oh, you were there. Was I? Yeah. Could I hit just, him? You just brought me my Texas wedge. Oh, that. So I was I was hitting balls with that. Which was yeah. eerie because they actually did pretty well. That Texas wedge was like the head of it was like this. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, here we go. This is In good. Remember the old alien wedges? Yeah. Had one of those. My son took it. Yeah, of course he would. And then there's the Texas wedge. Yep. It may not look big. Oh, excuse me, little guy. It's huge. <laughs> It's almost as big as your face. It covers half my head. <laughs> That's my a great son, club. My son tried that for a while, too, mostly just to show off while he was golfing with friends. Mm. Ah, what a weird thing. Uh, finally, 10.03 p.m., a woman thought her former landlord had put out a hit on her. Was she mistaken? He was just hitting on her? <laughs> no idea after that. Why would people ever want to be a cop? I don't. I, so from Helsinki, because even the Norwegian. That was four. That was four. No. Yeah. Couldn't be. You're right. I know. I'm always right. Except, um, you know. Hang on. I'll wipe away that wave off. Had a boy. From Helsinki, because even the Norwegians wouldn't take credit for this. A walrus that became a glo- Well, they have to, kind of. A walrus that became a global celebrity last year after it was seen frolicking and basking in an Oslo fjord. How many fjords does Oslo have? Because I was at the main one. Were you? Yeah. I've never been to the Nordic countries, so I... gorgeous. Yeah, I believe it. And they had a very rude salesman who lost out on a very big sale because he was condescending because he doesn't like Americans. Well, well... Screw them. So, what, you know, what's 500 bucks? You, no one needs that. Where was I anyway? Oh, uh, we had this big old thing frolicking along an Oslo fjord. A walrus. Mm-hmm. It was then euthanized by the authorities and has now been honored with a bronze sculpture. The I know. 
The life-size sculpture by Norwegian artiste Ostre Tonoen was unveiled at the Oslo Marina, not far from the place where the little fella, all 1,300 pounds of him, was seen resting and relaxing last summer. The walrus named Freya quickly became a popular attraction among Oslo residents, but Norwegian authorities later made the decision to euthanize the critter, causing, as you guessed, public outrage. Because they said people hadn't followed simple recommendations to keep a safe distance away from a 1,300-pound mammal. Right. So the Norwegian news agency, the NTB, said a crowdfunding campaign was kicked off last fall. The private initiative managed to gather about 270,000 Norwegian kroner, about 25 grand in dollars. And the, the statue, which looks eerily creepy... No, I mean, it looks like they took a, made the statue right after they euthanized him. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what the picture looks like. Uh, Yuck. I don't know why they do that, but they did. But now they have Walrus Boy there on the beach for a long, long, long long time. It's cute little tusks, though. This is true, really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.